The following podcast contains opinions and viewpoints held by the podcasters that do not necessarily reflect the opinions or viewpoints of potential sponsors or third-party hosts. Any content provided by our podcasters or of their opinion are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Enjoy! Welcome to the three-episode podcast. I will be your bailiff in charge, Steve. This is the three-episode podcast. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, just like every other night. That's fine. Consistent. Yeah, always consistent. So I'll start with uh, the person who just uh, talked. So we have John joining us. Hola. If you remember, he was the one who talked for hours on end last episode. That's all, um, That's all they let me have. True, but it felt more than that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we have Justin. Hello, people. The Dishonored Defense. We are... <laughs> Going to be hearing a lot from Doom Lawyer or Ryan. Well, hello. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> oh, God. That just looks like a Doom mod. It just looks like a mod from Doom. <laughs> it's just a head. I spit the bullets. <laughs> no, you should you just totally get out of frame and just let the uh just pretend that the monster, the uh the uh demon behind you is the one talking. <laughs> just come in enough where your uh lips show up. So it's just a mouth. The lip of doom. There it is. <laughs> oh, <I can't. laughs> oh, wonderful. Don't like that. Um also on Doom Lawyer's side, we have Travis, who is munching away. Hello. Yes. Snack boy. I have my portal. I have my portal to to hell right here. I hope it's it's in high roll. It's in it's in high roll. <laughs> all right. Now, if we all may stand for the honorable Judge Val. I'm not standing up. <laughs> I didn't think anyone would. <laughs> I respect you. I respect you. We haven't even started yet. I'll hold you in contempt. (laughs) I hold myself in contempt. Uh, Please, please be seated. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So today we are. uh, Hello, everyone. Today we'll be uh, arguing the second installment of the Bethesda Trio. Um, uh, We've got Ryan and Travis. Uh, have you, oh, you're doing Doom. Yeah. Uh, all right. Have you guys, are you guys ready to do your opening statements? Uh, I, I am. Okay. I believe I am. Uh, our, I would like uh, to interject. I have the best opening statement. Yes. Bad baby. I'm going to sing the Doom song now. Doom, 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 doom. I don't, I don't think that's a real thing. It's the Doom song. Is that a It song? is, is that- but it's not from Doom. It's definitely not from Doom. No, uh, right, it's from Invader Zen. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bang my gavel so we can adjourn. Okay. <laughs> All right. You mean commence? Because if we're adjourning, then we're done. Adjourn. All right. Uh, the, we're gonna adjourn the adjourning, so therefore Sucks we're gonna suck, Ryan. You don't get our, to our judge got her degree from from like the Alaska School of Legal <laughs> stuff. Next law school. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, from Trump University. That's where she got. Oh, it. okay. Uh, what did I just say before we started recording? <laughs> All right, Doom Lawyer, please give your opening statements. All right. First, I would like to come out ahead of something. Yes, the two Doom games that are published by Bethesda 
were technically created by id software however at the beginning of this trilogy that was a known fact and cannot be held against my case I say it was a known fact. I brought it up last week, but then we used the Fallout New Vegas defense and you got it in on a technicality. Exactly. So before we started, I just want to get out ahead of that before it became a uh, whole argument. Okay. Only one of my games was, was done that way, though. He's got two. Yeah. <laughs> noted. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Doom Lawyer. Duly noted. Okay. Uh... What do you know about Doom? Uh, 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 the only thing I know is that it's a video game that's set in maybe hell. All right, okay. Val, what did you know about Doom before we started recording? That it was a video game about... No, 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 no even before that, because that's when I think you found out. About Doom? Yeah. I knew it had to do with, like, the underworld. I thought it was, like, uh, remember that movie Constantine? With Keanu Reeves, that's kind of what that's I had. An awesome movie, yeah. That they were making a second of just, just. Uh, the only thing that I knew about like gameplay or anything was uh, that is Doom level or lasagna meme that I sent you guys, uh, <laughs> and that's about it. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. So I think uh, I'm gonna start with the history of Doom uh, as my my fellow uh, as the Fallout defense uh, started with. Um, I think it's very important to talk about the history of Doom as far as um, when you talk about Doom at all. Uh, Doom was one of the first first person shooters. Um, that image that I had as my background uh, a moment ago is actually a screenshot from the very first Doom game. Uh, it came out in 1992 and it is pretty much the predecessor of every single FPS that has been made since. Uh, the DNA for it could be seen in everything from Call of Duty to Fallout. The classic, it, it's pretty much the way of making a 3D shooter and has been replicated and added onto until the games of current times. Uh, it was also a huge graphical leap uh, from other games around its time. Uh, but yeah, so that was the original Doom. Um, they made an, two Dooms, um, and then they made a third Doom that was later on that came out early 2000s, uh, Doom 3. Um, this is before Bethesda got involved. Um, that Doom was also a huge leap in graphics itself. Um, it was one of the games that gamers would say uh, at the time of like, oh, I really have to upgrade my computer so I can actually play this game. This game's going to be awesome when it came out. And then we get to the current generation of Dooms. There's two of them right now that I'm going to be arguing about tonight. Um, it's Doom and Doom Eternal. Um, they are very graphically uh, up-to-date Um Sometimes, and the actual gameplay of them is a a departure from other FPSs and has been called a new way of looking at the game genre in and of itself. So Doom is an ever-evolving series and has always been a... When a Doom game comes out, you know that they're going to do something new and interesting with it. But yeah, so the main storyline of 
all three starting points of Doom, shall we call it, like the original Doom and then the Doom 3, which is kind of like the middle Doom because it stands alone from all the other ones. And then Doom and Doom Eternal starts with you are a a space marine that wakes up on a space station on Mars to an invasion from hell. The main storyline of the Bethesda series uh, starts with you waking up upon an altar um, and you wake up in this really awesome scene, pick up your helmet, put it on and just immediately just start killing demons. And that's the whole game is you murder demons. Um, the, The best part of Doom and what it sets it apart and what makes it such a great game is the developers do an extremely good job of from the way that everything looks, the music that is played, the sound effects, um, the design of the world, and the storyline, everything meshes together in one way. Like, the music pumps you up at, while you're playing the FPS, while you're destroying demons, and really uh, surges your adrenaline, gets you into the fight. Um, the weapons are all designed not as uh, oh I have a pistol a SMG a machine gun that are all sort of the same basically work the same way each each weapon in and of itself is completely different in how it works and why it works uh, and kind of like is used differently on every single demon it becomes a very interesting almost puzzle game at some points of how you defeat demons uh but yeah, so Doom in and of itself is a singular feeling of being the biggest badass in the room that is able to take on hell. That is my opening statement. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Snacky Paralegal, do you have anything to add? In your opening statements? You just call his little brother who's like 17 years old a snack? Val, no, come on no it's my it's my actual name on, oh, my actual title is snacky it. paralegal <laughs> i like it i have many snacks in front of me sorry that i read ladies he's single and also 17. <laughs> i'm not even i'm 18 but okay ladies he's legal <laughs> almost 19. and right. paralegal and uh, yeah. paralegal <laughs> my fucking camera <laughs> snacky partially legal <laughs> I love as your camera's adjusted, there's the little window to hell. Just <laughs> a little portal. <laughs> hey, real quick, while we're at it, uh, I'm drinking hell tonight. Oh, we got. Yeah, yeah John. sorry, John. Hold on. Uh, I was I'm- drinking water. No, I didn't I didn't forget. I was hopefully going to get there, like, after the opening statements. I'd like, for a little breather, John, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, no. Now. John, yeah, what are you doing? I, um, I was going to make a Doom guy, but I didn't have the correct ingredients, and I did not think it was going to be uh, adequate for me to do. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's basically a dirty Shirley Temple, but it's called uh, Doom, and I'm okay with that. Oh, I like that. What's in it, John? How do you make so, it, John? So I took the cheapo way out because I'm lazy. This is Mountain Dew Code Red and vodka. What the fuck? That's 
even surely did. That is what I, okay, I used okay, to Okay, Ryan, have you had Mountain Dew Code Red? Yes. It's basically fucking Cherry 7-Up. Okay. I make a drink it when I was in college and like I couldn't afford expensive things. I would take a Mountain Dew Code Red vodka and uh, cherry popsicles. And I would like put those two together and put the popsicle right in and I used to call it a hobo martini. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very reminiscent. Okay. All right. I, wait, hang on. I need to address the chat for a moment because uh, we've been called out. We're talking about the wrong game because Animal Crossing lets you catch leaves now. <laughs> Who said oh that? my God. Uh, that'd be, oh, it's a crime, baby. So, yeah, so uh, I just have one comment on that. Uh, I bought Animal Crossing. I played it for about a month. And then once it got into the fact that I had nothing left to do and all it was was doing chores every day, I said, nope, and I stopped playing it. So yeah, it's I a chore never, machine. That's all it is. It's I, a I game where never, you do chores. I was never really into Animal Crossing because of that, because it was like, <laughs> oh, I get a job, but it's a video game. And I have to pay sixty dollars for it? No. I mean, good. We we did play RuneScape at one point. True. Yeah, but, True. but okay. So if you want to play, if you ever want to be in debt to a raccoon, play play Animal Crossing. That's fair. <laughs> there, All right. There's Let's... actually a really amazing video of the lit girl from Animal Crossing goes and meets Doomslayer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, they're both yeah. like rip and tear. <laughs> <laughs> I have that somewhere. Okay, so uh, I'm not in charge. So whoever's all right, uh, snacky, par- <laughs> bar- snacky, barely legal, paralegal. Can you please give your opening statement? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Um, so all I can really say is that Doom is an amazing game and it is, <laughs> thank you for changing my name. Uh, it is an amazing game. And from what we're gonna talk to you about and what we're gonna show you today, cause I do have some game clips, um, you will fall in love with it. It is the most gruesome, but also amazingly fun game that you could play for hours and never get bored of it. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my opening statement. All right, we'll probably be our uh, you'll be our expert material witness with all those videos. Well, okay, he is a. Uh... Now that we've got opening statements, uh, let's hear from uh, let's hear from the Doom lawyers about uh, yeah. What do you guys want to tell me about like um, I don't know story world okay. design music whatever you guys want to tell me okay uh so yeah that's that's a video <laughs> that was doomed that, that, that i mean i don't that's i don't understand that at all Travis, I'm not that is honestly really fun is if you if in your portal to hell just doomed guy would just walk by on occasion but i know that the gif is not going to let that happen so Okay, very good. Okay. Uh, so that guy that was on the right side of the image is do is the Doom Slayer. Uh, he's also been called the Doom Marine and Is it the character that you are? Yes. This is the character that you play. Uh, Let me check. Is this the only character that you can be? Is there any character design or creation that you can no, pick? No, you only play Doom Slayer. So 
And compared to Fallout, can you pet a dog? You could kill something. There. No. No, you cannot pet a dog. But I have a gif of something that you can actually do in it. That's way better. No, oh, man, dogs are great. <laughs> well, All okay, right. okay. So One second. There, the the main difference between a Fallout and a Doom is Doom is a story. Doom is like a movie. Where Fallout, where Fallout, like if you were going to get into a game, in order to really have fun in Fallout, you have to dedicate hours to finding things and like the storyline is avoidable and everything but doom is a video game with its own storyline and you follow that storyline through the whole game you have a point you have an objective and that's what you're doing this is the, the doomery in the new bethesda series they kind of changed the whole lore around everything um so the doom slayer is basically a warrior that originally uh, was just a normal human being that went out to kill the forces of hell because they took something from him he really cared about. And he basically went in through the, all the layers of hell, just killing things all the way down until they finally stopped him and put him in a sarcophagus. And then the people from the base on Mars... Uh, went to hell, found a portal. They didn't realize it went to hell. They thought it went to a different planet, but it went to hell. So they went to hell. They found that hell has an energy source that they can exploit, but they also found this body that they're like, hey, we should bring him back because, you know, he looks like a human being. Why is there a human being over here? So they bring him back. Uh, but at the same time, since they opened the portal to hell, now demons are pouring out onto this base on Mars. As that's, you know, usually what happens when you yep. open up. Yep. And since uh, and the main person in charge of the space station, Samuel Hayden, uh, sees that the station is being taken over by these demons and wakes you up to kill all of them, basically. Uh, you wake up and you immediately basically uh, just pull out your weapon and just start killing things. Uh, and you have to take back the, the the space station on Mars from the demons. This mm -hmm. involves also going to hell yourself for a little while and then coming back and then going to hell again. Uh, How do you advance? Like, what are the things that you do to advance? It's a storyline. So you just follow the storyline. You're just continuously moving forward. Um, so, like it, it has a natural like progression of story. So, so there, like when you, like boss. when you go, yeah, there's bosses. Um, when you're going, you go through an area. You have an objective, such as turn off the energy reactors. Uh, and once you complete that, you continue forward in the storyline. You go to the next area and do what needs to be done there. Um, pretty much the the person in charge of the base is continuously telling you what you need to be doing the whole time even though sometimes you uh, completely ignore him basically because you're the doom slayer and you don't give a fuck uh, are you to, are you allowed to like pick your like is there only one way to advance in your storyline or they're like like the, I know the last game that we talked about you could kind of 
pick which part of the game you wanted to play first or which group of people? Is this the same no. setup? It's or a storyline. It it's a movie. You don't... Okay. Yeah. It's a movie. Uh, you are able to upgrade your weapons in certain ways and upgrade how you play. Uh, like, there's certain upgrades that make you jump fast farther, that let you reload faster, that let you um, do takedowns better. Um, very, pretty much that add to how you play the game and your style of playing the game. Because you mm -hmm. can play your, the game in any style. As long, you get a large range of weapons and you can play with any weapon you want and like mix and match and do whatever you want. Um, there's runes that you get that they increase your power basically of how you're playing. Um, but as far as like, there's no... The limit of customizing character is their skins that you get for your Doom Slayer. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and what is the? Uh, you were talking about the music. Tell me about like. Yes. Tell me about the music. Okay. So the music is an insanely good soundtrack for both of the Bethesda games. They were made by a guy named Mick Gordon. He is a by this time now, after doing these two games, a well-respected uh, video game soundtrack artist. Um, the music itself is kind of a combination between industrial techno and heavy metal. Ooh. Um, yeah, it is insanely good. And when you picture the actual gameplay for this game, where you're going around uh, in very frantic combat uh, slaying demons the soundtrack really brings it to life this sounds like a, like I'm getting like a matrixy not in like the the style but just like the way that the adrenaline is yeah like fighting large groups of things with industrial techno music yeah so that's uh, a good way to look at it yeah yeah Jay, is that all right if I take over so I can play the computer, the music a little? Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. Also, some of the the clips I have, if you want to show those at this time, they have yeah. like the battle with the music kind of thing. Yeah. Also, if my well, audio displays, them? I don't think the audio I... will display. So I'll play okay. a little bit of one of the best songs. Uh, this is the BFG division. Um, they, this uh BFG is a kind of a joke from all the way through the Doom franchise. Okay, uh, so wondering what that was because on the chat Zoe was talking about BFT. Yeah. And I yeah, tell me it, about that. It stands okay. for big fucking gun. Or if you're Carl Urban it stands for Bioforce gun. Yeah, it has a couple different names. The original joke was that it stands for big fucking gun. All right. Um, and that is exactly what it is. So this is the, the music that's playing all the time while you're, while you're uh, slaying demons. This is, uh, it's really intense. There's no... This is very, very calming music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the game, the game is, has a very frantic pace to it while you're playing, while you're running around. Because you um, are going between shooting guns and also when you get... when. Um, enemies are low on health. They glow orange, and that's when you could go into a takedown, which 
range from doing things like here, I'm going to turn off the music so we don't get fully copyright striked. <laughs> um, so we don't get wrecked by the yeah. long, hard dick of the law. Yeah. Justin, um, don't you dare. Yes. that's a, There's no that's sound a to it. BFG. I'm just saying, don't you dare. This is the BFG. <laughs> uh, the BFG itself in the... Uh, in the Bethesda games is this gigantic energy weapon that one shot kills every demon in the room. Um, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And everything oh, blows cool. up. Uh, so now you can see a little bit of the graphics. The graphics of this oh, game like are... Everything's glowing. Yeah. Uh, it's very sci-fi. It's basically the feel of the game is sci-fi mixed with... Uh, or horror uh when you switch between hell and the space station like the space station is very um sci-fi uh but when you go to hell there's like corpses hanging everywhere and stuff like that when you're walking Ooh. around in hell have uh do you guys have any video of like the parts where you're in hell i'm interested Paralegal, in do you have any of those uh no i i haven't gone to that part in the actual story I mean, okay. I could, I can if if I want to like share my screen. I think I have an old save file. Now, hell, no, maybe. Don't pull it up. No. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, I have, I, I have a well. another video of showing like the really good graphics of when yeah. I actually acquired okay. the um, uh, uh the, rocket the rocket launcher. launcher. Yeah, the rocket yeah. launcher. Show me what I you don't got. Know, I don't know how well it's actually gonna like. Here, wait, I, I grabbed uh, up. before you show that. Okay. So this is... Just, yeah, just explain what's going on just so, so later when we have an audio medium, it's not like... Yeah. Uh, this is <laughs> Folks at home, get fucked. Uh, <laughs> the Doomslayer Doom basically is being told all this time by Samuel Hayden, uh, you can't do that. What are you doing? You can't do that. You can't just get onto a pod. What are you doing? And Doomslayer just keeps going, and he jumps into this pod and gets shot down to hell, and Ooh. now you're in hell. Well, actually, you're on the surface of Mars, which is slowly becoming hell. Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. So this is that, from hell. This is very... Uh, I don't think I've ever... This is, like, a really interesting mix of, like, future sci-fi and, like... Yep. Like... Dis, like dystopian paranormal stuff. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen. Well, they made a movie. Did they make Doom movies? They did. Yeah, That's I why I joked about Doom Carl movie. Urban. They they talk about it. Just yeah. don't talk about it. Please don't talk about it. Just don't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they don't. They don't have any. We're not talking about the movies in the in. It, they don't have a an influence on what I judge. But yeah, wait, it was oh, a wait, bad okay. movie. So it was I have a bad multiple movie. bad movies just for the record. Wait, I have a question. What? Are any of the movies made by Bethesda? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they do have uh, I, The Rock in them. Hang on. I can probably there's find only, out. There's, there's multiple mo Doom movies, but the main Doom movie that everybody knows has The Rock and Carl Urban in it. And the thing that really set it apart that was interesting, but they didn't do it well, was... They decided to do a whole uh, five-minute section at the end of the movie uh, where it becomes a first-person shooter. Like, the screen shifts, and all you see is Carl, Urban, Carl Urban's hand with a gun, 
and it's supposed to be a first person shooter. Um, Which is the best part of the film. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, I'm I'm actually yeah. looking it up now to see if Bethesda's name is on this in any way, way shape, or form, because then I can use it against you. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm just looking if I can, because there is not a Fallout film uh, yet. It's not on there. You know why, John? Because they made that movie after Doom 3, mm. which was just uh, ID, uh, it, ID software. It's software. It's well, then let me look at Doom Annihilation from 2019. Oh, that was... I don't think that has anything to do with it because it doesn't even have the same storyline as Doom. Well, it has <laughs> he's still going to find it, right? He's still going to find it. Gonna find it. This Netflix is what I do. It. It's on Netflix, Josh. It is on Netflix. It's terrible. I watched which, it. Which Doom game is this that we're this watching? This is the original Doom. The first one. Okay. The first Doom. This like, is 1992. This, remind, this reminds me of playing Goldeneye. Yes. Well, Goldeneye well, you, was bi- built off of this. Yes, you you have this to thank for Goldeneye. You, you can just look at it that way. If if yeah. I may jump in, we have Wolfenstein to thank for Doom. Yes, but this was created based on the Wolfenstein engine is more of like a perfection of the Wolfenstein. Now, like mods aside, are there like funny little Easter egg things that you can yes. find? Yes, there is. One of the funniest <laughs> things. I do have a uh, thing of one, actually. So, so one thing that's alluded to, but is not really ever told, is like people are always telling telling you and everything that like in the history books and everything that the demons took something precious away from you. And the whole time you're playing, you're like, oh, that's it. Was it th- his wife and kid or something like that? No, you're a fucking rabbit. Doom guy has a rabbit, and that's why he's so pissed off. The demons killed his rabbit, and he's pissed about it. Oh, so wait, well, this is well, no uh, right. She asked about collectibles, not not. Oh, okay, okay. That I, was I a, have it. I that have was it. A funny thing. There's no, no, a ton of collectibles. Uh, no, I mean the collectibles. No, no, no. I meant, I meant like in the game, like things that you could find or like, yes, this. Yeah. What that's yeah. called. Oh, so, okay. so these are uh, Doom Guy figurines. Oh, uh, you can find them all over the place. <gasps> They're hidden oh. all over the world. Uh, in Doom Eternal, uh, do you like uh, album covers and stuff? I mean, I, like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> uh, so, so uh, they also added a collectible in Doom Eternal of you could go find albums and the albums unlock different uh, versions of the soundtrack and also classic soundtracks and stuff like that mm-hmm. that you could then play while you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all have this really awesome box art, album cover art um, that is, was designed to basically look like heavy metal albums. There is, you could also find little toys that represent all of the different monsters in the game. Uh, there's a whole bunch of collectibles. What do the figurines do? Do they give you like extra power? The figurines, do- the figurines are a collectible, basically just for you. Um, there are extra power-up collectibles also. Um, there's collectibles that add on to your arsenal and stuff. But they also, at the same time, didn't want it to be like, oh, you have to go collectible hunting to become powerful yeah. in the game. It makes you more powerful but it's not necessary for completing the game. 
to go basically running around looking for all these collectibles everywhere. Um, in the second game, Doom Eternal, um, there's a ton more collectibles in that one. And especially since they added like a platforming element, which means it has more of a focus on uh, basically jumping from place to place. Like for some reason, the Doom Marine becomes a, a parkour artist in the second game. <laughs> You're, like, making me, uh, you're making me very jealous. I can't. Doom Eternal doesn't come out on the Switch until the 31st of December. It's, you should just come over to my apartment and just play it on my PC because <laughs> it's going to be pointless to play on Switch. Well, it the first so I have the, I have the the first well the first Doom I have I well all of the Dooms are on the Switch first of all yeah. and I have the last Doom the one before Eternal on the Switch and it plays perfectly fine. Like I love it on the Switch. It plays fine. So yeah, very so, good. Uh, really fun thing about it. Are you? Do you have anything ready clipped up? Paralegal. The snacky paralegal. As, far, as paralegal? far as what? what? What do you want? Do you have any? What clips <laughs> do you want? Do you, have? you have like ready three clips ready, and I have four clips ready. Yeah, All just right. pick one. Pick one. Pick one. Make sure you talk about what's on the clip as you do it, so that you know we okay. are not just we are space. half we are half audio medium. Yeah. We're pretty much a entirely audio medium, except for this one night of the week. Okay, right, or when people rewatch us later. So, so this clip is when you're in the first game taking out what's called a uh, gore nest. Uh, gore nests are where are basically uh, demon spawners. This is a finishing move. He just pulls the whole head off of the demon. He he like breaks the whole demon's neck. So you see how he's uh, the the demon's glowing. That uh-huh. shows you that you could do a takedown. When you do takedowns, it spawns things like armor and health for you. Ooh, that's yucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's part of the fun of the game is your is the like really intense takedowns of all these demons. Uh, it's never in like since they're demons and also like it's almost like a cartoonish violence. It's never really like a. Uh, um, like it never gets to the point where you're like, "Ooh, did I just do that to that thing?" It's always like, "Oh, I just fucking knocked it over and just smashed its head in, and I'm it's just a demon, so whatever." Um, there's what's called Kaku demons, uh, which are basically just this big oh, round uh, floating thing with one eye in and a mouth. They when one of the kills for them is you stick your knife up through its head and just poke out its eye basically and you pull the eye away and the whole thing dribbles uh yeah it's it's fun it's like uh it's not super violent where like even like i would say uh, i would let a 12 year old play it because it's not really violence of like oh that's a person there's nothing in the game that you're like that's a person it's always just a demon you're only attacking demons so it's a fun violence. Well, it's, well, it's Val, you thing. Be, before before we get into just because it is possibly going to be one of my points, but j- just so you know, the original Doom that I showed you a video of, there was a lot of controversy around that in the 1990s um, yeah. about the whole video game violence. It, it was one of the games that the uh, proponents of video game violence issues uh, circled around was Doom. And while we're on the subject, fuck Joe Lieberman. <laughs> Don't give a yeah. shit you're from our home state. Get fucked. 
<laughs> it's not a office now, right? I'm just, I want to make sure. Cause yeah. Wasn't I it Bob Dole? I, I remember that. Bob he, Dole? Probably. Bob, Bob Dole. I, I think Bob Dole um, had an issue with video game violence too. I mean, Donald Trump earlier last year, I think, well, also Donald tried Trump, to have an issue with it, yeah. but that's because reasons. It was just the hot button issue at the time. Right, exactly. No, so you want to on the scene. Uh, hey. He's finding the rocket launcher for the first time. Hey, real quick, what do those power-ups do or the pickups do? Which pickup? The, the Doom guys. The Doom guys don't... Uh, I forgot what they do. Is it just to get you 100% completion and maybe an achievement? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so the, they don't do anything. There's other things that give you power-ups. Like it's, what? Um, you could find new weapons. Uh, there's also uh, weapon caches around the levels um, that you can go to and get new new parts for your weapons. Um, the new parts for oh, the rune trials like I'm showing right now. Yeah, and this is a rune trial. Uh, uh, I just got confirmation in the chat, thank you, uh, Margarita, that he's been out of uh, office since 13, but he's still active at <laughs> Yale. So I'm going to continue my comment of fuck Joe Lieberman. Get so what? Oh, those those are the weapon caches, those like the spiraling sigil things. Oh no, that's the spiraling sigil rooms is it's basically a side thing that you could do. It, um, it launches Val, it launches a challenge. The challenge needs you to do see on the page where it says you need to get 15 kills. It, uh, it, it launches you into a different area, so let's just say a different dimension or yeah. a different part. And it says, do this specific thing, and then we'll give you this specific thing for doing that. Yeah. Uh, so what uh, is it? So, so he, just won, he just won a reward that increases the range that you can absorb dropped items. So if a demon drops, like, health or armor, it mm-hmm. comes from a further range. And that's not, that's like, that helps you in ways that you don't think about, but, like, when you're running around the level and you're killing things a lot and or there's like stuff that you need and you're running past it it helps a lot basically i love it i like those little there are little tiny baby side quest not side quests like little quest nuggets missions yeah yeah little nuggets of stuff to do in the game besides the main storyline the main storyline the more main storyline without spoiling it completely um is very badass. Basically, what it comes down to is there's two forces that both want you to do what they want and aren't really telling you anything, but you as the Doom Marine don't really give a shit. So uh, you're basically going forward knowing that your goal is basically to shut the portal to hell back down. At one point, Samuel Hayden is telling you um, that you need to go... um, just slowly take down these um, there's basically a reactor that's absorbing all the hell energy and you need to stop these absorbers uh, but instead you walk up to them, you grab them and you just smash them in your hands and Samuel Hayden starts freaking out but you're the Doom Slayer so you don't give a shit and you just keep going and <laughs> doing whatever you want um the, there's uh, basically one of the other scientists in the story. Uh, she's gone crazy, and now she worships Satan in hell. So she wants hell to start taking over. Uh, 
<laughs> and the second game involves hell coming to Earth and attacking Earth. Uh. Um, so all the world's biggest cities are destroyed by the forces of hell, and now you have to take it back. Um, and it has one of the funniest scenes in Doom of you start walking through a space station, which is owned by one of the human nations, one of the nations on Earth, and people are just running out of your way and freaking out. And like one guy, uh, you need to get through a door, and the guy is, tries to like tell you to stop. You just grab his, his fucking ID card off his neck and start dragging him towards the door because you're the Doom Slayer and you don't give a shit. So you just wow. put it against the door and drop the guy. Um, it's really, it's a really fun game that knows what it is, is basically what it is. You're the Doom Slayer and your job is to kill demons. Anything beyond that is just secondary. And that's it. Excellent. Yeah. All right, so Snacky Barely Legal Paralegal, do you have any other uh, any other uh, clips before we let the defense take hold? Uh, yes, I it's have the attack. <laughs> the greatest of defenses, which is uh, finally letting you see what the chainsaw does. Yes. Does it so do chainsaw things? I bet it does chainsaw things. Just gonna say it. Tell me about the chainsaw. Chainsaw is a thing that's always been in the games. Uh, it was in the original game. It was like one of the funnest things in the game. It was that uh, clip of the original game you saw it it yeah. like come out of the. Um, okay. Once again, another gore nest that he's taking down okay. right now. Oh, this uh, is a. And so he could just rip through things with it, and it spawns out. That's what you're seeing is ammo on the floor coming out of. Uh, yeah. Because for some reason these demons are made of ammo. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's just what an ammo. I mean, yeah. I'll, no, oh, I'll make I'll make that fight next week. I was failing. That's just plain easy science. I, I was mainly just trying to use it, and I didn't realize that I ran out of ammo. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chainsaw takes ammo. It takes, it takes gas. gas. Duh. Yeah, you yeah. fill it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else before we turn it over to anybody else for refuting? Uh, I, I welcome the refute, refuting so I can refute. Okay. All right. So would anyone like to uh, give a, a, a statement against Doom or for Doom's problems? John, you <clears throat> go first. I'm sure you I, have. I, I was actually going to offer it to you first. Oh. Uh, okay. Yes, please. Okay. Mine, mine might have to go a little bit in depth, and I, I want Ryan to have a little bit of time uh, with it, um, free of distraction. So, Justin, please go first. Okay. So. Um, also, wait, hang on. Uh, hey, chat, uh, if you have any reasons why Val should not play Doom as her only Bethesda series. That, uh, seriously, awesome. we don't, no, no, okay, seriously, <laughs> don't go into a courtroom. As a judge, I am throwing out, I'm throwing out any discussions that spawn from the chat, because that's, that's stupid. Is it, seriously, John, John, are you the, stacking the, 
the chat? Is Are he stacking the jury? No, no, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not even the jury. You don't go into a courtroom, finish your arguments, turn around to the people on the benches behind you and go, anybody else got a point? <laughs> no, people in the chat, anything that you say that spawns an argument, I, it's all going to be thrown out. Okay, Justin, we love you, just, chat. Just we send me a private message on Facebook. I'll yeah. say it for you. <laughs> Please say anything about anything other like that. Oh, God. Okay, Justin. Um, I, I feel like I should put a warning before my points. Um, I had a, a harder time trying to come up with points for Doom than I did with Fallout because I've never been a huge fan of Fallout. Like, I've tried to play Fallout games and I've just gotten, I don't know, bored with playing them. Um, Doom, I've played almost all of them. Uh, three was the exception because three was, I'm sure Ryan will agree, three was kind of... Eh. It was iffy. It had its, it had its bright spots. <laughs> Uh, Doom Three, they tried more for a horror vibe than a like. In, instead of like demons vibe. in hell, it was I, I don't know. It was it there's was, a lot of zombiness. Yeah. In Doom Three. So wait, uh, there's three. a lot of walking around empty corridors and waiting for zombie guys to jump out at you. Uh, you're not quite the same sort of Doom Marine as you are in Doom. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so for the most part, Doom, I love Doom games. So um, I'm going to kind of try and I'm taking points from other people that I've looked around. Um, So one of my first points is going to be Ryan alluded to the story. Um, One of the main issues with Doom is a lack of an actual story for per se. Um, there's well, not you... really, well, just give me a second, Ryan. Um, so the, what Ryan and Snacky Paralegal, uh, have alluded to and what Ryan keeps on saying is you're doom guy. You don't give a shit. And basically the, the whole concept of the game is that you start from one point and you're eventually going to this other point. And in between is some people yelling at you to do things and you can either do it or ignore it. But there's not, there's no story. You don't find out who Doom Guy is really. You don't you do, like, though. well, not, not really. There's no, there's no like overarching thing. Like with, okay. There I'm is gonna, actually a ton of lore for Doom. Uh, and it can all be, it's all there for you to find. You just have to want to find it. If you want to find out what the lore is. Okay, wait, so I'm gonna use a quote from Justin on me last week. Ryan, you talked for 45 minutes about this game. It's our turn. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, okay, so, so like I was saying, it's yes, there's, there's things you can find that will move the lore forward. There's things you can find that will allow you to find out more about the game, more about yourself, more about what's going on. But for the most part, if you don't want to find those things, if you want to just walk around and kill things, there's no story to it. There's no, you're just going through and doing things. Um, so to a certain type of gamer, that is that could be a downside. That could be they're looking for more of a Fallout feel, maybe, you know, going back to, to what we were doing, where Fallout has a lot that's going on. There's a lot that, you know, you have conversations with people and stuff. So um, that is one issue. Um, the 
Second is, as far as an FPS is concerned, um, for a new FPS person, it can have kind of a high learning curve. Uh, there's a lot that you need to do. There's there's a lot that goes into the weapons that there are. There's a lot of, like Ryan was saying, like the takedowns and stuff, keeping track of your ammo, you know. You're saying someone like me who's never played an FPS before, like I would have a hard time. It's, it's uh, not... So you, yeah. you mentioned Goldeneye. So it's not Goldeneye. So Goldeneye was much easier. They give you a lot of leeway, as, uh, at least when you're playing on normal mode. They give you a lot of leeway as far as like the ammo that you have and, and things and just shooting enemies and, and knowing what you're doing. Um, Doom is a lot more hardcore. It's a lot more of making sure that you're keeping track of things. And like Travis said, he died because he didn't realize he ran out of ammo because it's extremely easy to just be holding the trigger and draining clips and clips and clips of, of a gun and all of a sudden your ammo is gone and once your ammo is gone there's demons all around you and you're fucked yeah so, you know can it's and i bring can up I, a, yeah can I bring up a point of doom has what is called in video games a learning curve mm-hmm. you start off very easy with levels that are very easy and then you go from there it doesn't just immediately swamp you with demons you start off with basically fighting walkers which are basically just like possessed corpses kind of things just walking towards you shambling towards you and then you build up to harder and harder stuff but it clearly tells you how to do everything and at points you you learn it does get hardcore though towards the end but by the end you've already had the experience and and also to bring up the ammo thing um the chainsaw itself when you're using that is technically a melee weapon and for some reason do it like the other guns usually do but usually when you finish ammo in one gun it for one tells you when you're low on ammo and then after you finish ammo in one gun it immediately switches you to another gun and throughout entirely playing doom it doesn't fucking matter what gun you use all gun, every single gun will kill demons. It doesn't all matter. Although all gun kill demons. Occasionally, you will be shooting your machine gun, and your clip will run out, and then suddenly you pull out a fucking your rocket launcher and shoot it. And you're just like, oh shit! I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I didn't mean to murder them all. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but you know, John, a- you go ahead because I'm I'm sure you have. I, I want to hear your points. Yeah, it's funnier I mean, when you get the BFG though, because you'll be shooting your hey, gun and then suddenly the BFG it's, will it's be It's River Clock down. now. It's it's River Clock, yeah. Ryan. We we have okay, to Okay, let's go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is there an actual gun called the BFG. Yes. yes. Yeah. You, you yeah. Saw, so we you saw, saw the video. video. Yeah. Oh, so that big fucking thing that was making everybody go bananas. Yeah. Just... It's called yeah. it's called the BFG, the big fucking gun. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I, go ahead. I need a baseline with this question, so I need to give Ryan some extra boom, time to speak. Boom, so, Ryan, boom, you said... Boom, boom, boom. I'll give you a baseline. Oh, I... That's, Maybe, that's, a, that's a terrible... That's actually not, that's not a baseline. That was a metronome, and I hate you for it. Um, you said that on each game, they add new stuff. Yeah. What did they add to... I think it was Doom 2012 was the first new Doom game for Bethesda that they did? 
2014? Whatever. What a, yeah. You're well, talking about the Mathisa ones? Yeah. What did they add to that one? They completely changed the formula for FPSs. In what way? Uh, you because you can tell cover. me that, but I want to. I want to hear okay. why. Okay. No, I. I completely and totally. And, I thought I explained this at the beginning. Uh, so, Doom is completely different from all other FPSs, uh, especially newer ones right now, because you never take cover. You. The whole point is you never stop moving. If you stop moving in Doom, that's bad. That's usually when you die. Is you stop moving. So it's frenetic. Instead of when you're playing Call of Duty, where you're like moving from call from corner to corner and like you're being very careful with what you're doing, Doom is more of like you run into a room and you're like, oh, there's all these demons in here, and you just go crazy. Whereas in other FPSs, you have to like go, okay, I'm gonna take cover here and take this part of the room, and I'm gonna do like conserve the ammo in this one gun that I really like. But in Doom, the guns have basically all their own powers. They're all different. Uh, whereas, like, in normal FPS, especially modern FPS, is like, oh, I have this version of the assault rifle, which is basically the same as all the other assault rifles. It just goes pew pew faster or slower or harder. But in Doom, you have uh, a machine gun, you have a shotgun, you have... Um, I believe it's called the Slayer Shotgun. I forgot what it's called. It's a double barrel shotgun. So a second um, shotgun. Well, it's it it's got different abilities than the other shotgun. How many total? How many total? Uh, the original Doom has... No, no, no. The, the, the two that we're talking about, the main yeah. two. Yeah, that's what I meant. The first... 20, Doom, 2014. 2014 has seven weapons. Okay, how many does this one have? Doom Eternal has 10 weapons okay so three plus three it's 48 percent roughly what changed from 2014 to 2020 as far as the weapons as far as gameplay because you said they add something new every day uh gameplay became more focused on all the regular drops were taken out so you don't go around picking up health packs anywhere you have to take it take your health and ammo through uh slaying Okay, what else? Demons. Uh, they, a lot more collectibles were added into it. The actual, pretty much how the gameplay was made was really amped up. Graphics were amped up. So that's it. It was a sequel. It wasn't a new beginning. No, but you said that they add new stuff every game. So I guess my, my question is... What? If that's all they added and that's all they adjusted... Why not okay. just go back and play the 2014 game for ten dollars as opposed to spending sixty? Uh, and I guess because it's, because it's a sequel to the storyline. Also, uh, they added a new multiplayer. <laughs> so she can't just jump in on 2020. No. Okay, you can say about that. Well, about yeah, you a can. Couple it's a games, new storyline. So I would actually but... say no. You you cannot because and I'm, I'll ignore all that. None of my Fallout series is a direct sequel. That's all I'm gonna leave it at. You can play every single game in any order you want. It's, that's all that matters. Dishonored a little bit has kind of the same. I know it's time-wise is different. Um, I think the new DLC for, for Dishonored 2 takes place concurrently with Dishonored 1, so it's funky. But you said that you know you add something new every game. 
and you kind of made a super lackluster argument on what's actually new. Well, what, what point no, are you making, You only think that's a lackluster argument because you've never played them. Okay. Right. You don't but then let me ask you another question. The formula. If you beat the game once, why do you need to go back and play it again? So you're asking what the replayability is? That's Well, that's the second question, yeah. Okay. Because... Uh, I would say that the replayability is uh, to get better times. If I will give you that if you're not interested in the actual gameplay of it uh, and you're not interested in multiplayer, the replayability is basically to replay the same storyline. Because but no, they're, they're, different. they're different games, though. I feel like the people who play... But Doom- Val... For $60, do you want a game that you can play once for maybe 50 hours or, or, or a game that you can play for a thousand hours and multiple playthroughs, whether it's Dishonored or, or Fallout? Here's the thing, though. That's up to... That's up to... It's up to you, though. Because okay, we're I, trying to defend... I we're trying don't to... know. Because I don't know whether or not this had... Like, I'm taking into account, like... So if I was someone who liked Fallout, who liked the variability of, like... You know, making all these characters, making all these side quests, or doing all these—you know—doing a different thing every time. But at the same time, like I can see the benefit of that. But also at the same time, I don't know shit from fuck about video games. So I might want to go into a video game where it naturally bottlenecks me into one choice that I can't just like spend all these hours on a side quest and then not actually be getting anywhere uh, any further into it. So it's like it, there's there's. There's, this is why it's an argument is because there's pluses yeah. and minuses. Um, okay. To all. And, then, and then actually Travis made the, the other argument that I was going to ask, which was he said it doesn't matter what gun you use. So then why do I need 10 guns? Because you probably want do... five. Yeah, you want more. More guns is better than zero than one gun, right? Yeah. I'd rather, why wouldn't you want more? I'd rather ten of the same shitty gun than one of this of one gun. You know what I mean? Well, that's Doom for you, apparently. You've got. I mean, I can help out uh, their argument because you have your close range, you have your long range, you have your mid range. So depending on the fighting style that you want to take on, you can adapt yeah. from close range to long range, or just mid range to long, or mid range to short. You yes. have your variation that way. Is that something that can happen? Can you so say like if you're playing through Doom and you play through with one style of fighting, can you play okay. through Doom and have a completely yes. different style? That's also that's also a lot dependent on what attachments you make because yeah. like the long range versus short range thing that you were talking about, uh, the machine gun, you can get either two attachments for it. One attachment is putting a scope on it, which makes so that you can do long range with it, and the second one is a cluster of uh, mini missiles that launch out of it and that blow up the target near you, basically. So, so that's that's like a thing of you can either choose to go like a, a long range a, a long range build for that gun, or you can yep. choose to do a short range build for that gun. And you can change that at any time. Like literally mid fight, you could just hit one key and it'll change R. from you hit R and it'll change from the missiles, and then the scope will come out. Okay, and so you're going to change everything. But something, if I'm going to be spending 60 or however many game, dollars on this game, um, that in order for me to get a little bit of extra life out of my my money and my gameplay, you can you can take on those. Like the first one, you can try all short range weapons, and the second one, you can try a different style of doing things. 
you could you could I think it would be more variant of what runes and stuff you choose to go with because the runes like the ones that uh, Travis unlocked uh, kind of change how you play as far as like the speed you play whether you do more of like upfront going straight towards things and trying to take everything down yourself or you play straight weapons like trying to stay as far away from things as possible um uh, so one thing that really was changed between doom and doom eternal is they changed the actual way that fights happen so that every single uh enemy has a weak point now and those weak points kind of also depend on what weapon you're using and stuff like that certain creature certain demons are more susceptible to energy weapons versus slug weapons um certain uh, certain demons have like there's like a spider drone demon that has a giant turret on its back that if you destroy the turret it now has completely changed its way of attacking you uh, the AI in these games is fucking great uh, especially in Doobie Turtle the second one uh, the AI like really they really amped up the AI to hunt you down at all times when you're playing the game like you really feel like the AI knows exactly where the fuck you are and is coming after you. Like, reminds of like the this reminds me more and more of the Matrix. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, okay, John, I want to make sure that you have time to get your argument in. So, is there are, do you have other things that you'd like to talk about? No, that was the that was the big thing. Um, okay, I want to make sure that. I, I I actually have a quick point on what Ryan just said. What the developers did was. They, I forget exactly the correct terminology for it, so bear with my simplistic view, but they set all of the enemies in the game to be one polarity of a magnet, and they set the other version of it to be you. And they, yeah. they ramped that up to 11, so they're always drawn towards you no matter what. Yeah. It's like all those old arcade games where, you know, they their waves just keep coming towards you. That's yeah. how they did this game. Okay. And it really amps up the like feeling of. I, I mean, for, for an FPS, that's what you want, isn't it? I, yeah. I don't understand the. So I all so the enemies be coming after you. Let me t- let me ask a question. So I've played games where you're in a certain part of the game, and so by being in a certain part of the game, that trigger triggers a localized group of enemies of some kind to come towards you. But that, like, so you're saying that during Doom at all times, the entirety yeah. of the game is like closing well, in on you? the entirety of the, the localized level. Oh, so there are localized groups yeah. of- Yeah, of- you go through levels. So like, you'll end up at a, at a gate or a place and you walk through that and it brings, and it goes to the next level. There's, okay. there's, there's also sections where enemies don't come out until you do something like that nest that he was like enemies will come out once you destroy that nest so it's not like you have all the enemies in one part come after you you can kill certain enemies do something it triggers more enemies so so all the enemies are always coming after you but it's not like every enemy in the entire game is coming at you at once But tell me about is there are there glitch issues because I know we talked a lot about glitches in Fallout. Are there? Glitch I issues? have never seen a glitch, and I'm not just saying that to argue for Doom and Doom Eternal. So, I have never seen a glitch in Doom. Val, can I make a point? Um, 
every game, every game when it comes out has people will find some way to break it or glitch it or it, just because we pointed out that Fallout has has a good number of them or I mean because the majority of them like like John argued seventy six can kind of be pushed to the side because it was show. a shit show when it first came out. It had more bugs than literally any game I've ever seen when it came out. Um, but every game so so the the better you make the graphics the better you make the gameplay the more things that go into that game the more pieces on the back end of the game as far as programming is concerned and that's more things that are coming together and trying to work together and that's where glitches come from um so the better games get the more you're going to see glitches no matter what the game is so it 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 all depends on you know how many are there and how game breaking it is from the glitches that I looked up for Doom, they are there, um, but you kind of have to be in certain situations or kind of not look for them, but you have to be in in that part or in where that glitch happens. And it's not like in the main gameplay. And I did not see any game breaking glitches. Um, yeah. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think there are any game breaking glitches um, in Doom. No matter what you do. It's all for a kick's ass. That's why. <laughs> uh, but they no modern game. games before they release them. Yeah, no modern game is without glitches. It just yeah. it just doesn't happen. There, there's there's too many moving parts for something to not go wrong. Yeah. What was um, the, the Doom? I didn't really talk about it very much, but Doom is also graphically superior to Fallout and Dishonored. So. Well, okay, so so. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Subjective. Right, right? But Fallout is also big. Hold on, hold on. What do you mean by that? That it's. Uh, you've seen video clips of Doom so far already, and you saw uh, pictures of from the Fallout game. I, here's the thing, though. I have seen many different versions of Doom, like, and the graphics have started at very rudimentary and then gone to very. Like yeah, uh, uh, those yeah. are just the, that's the history. Those aren't Bethesda titles. Yeah, so there that's like 1992 is okay. the that you were saying before. The modern games is what Travis was playing was the 2014 one. The 2021 has graphics that are even better than that. Um, but I can say. Like, I forget who exactly was saying it, but Doom is very, like, level-based, and it loads in each level on its own, while, like, Fallout is a ginormous open-world game, so the graphics are a lot harder to get, like, detailed because of how much you're loading at once, Uh while Doom is very, like, you've loaded into this section, and this section is as detailed as it can be because it's that one section. Yeah. And it's well, it's a warehouse sized area versus yeah. a city sized area. Exactly. Um, yeah. I and as a quick preemptive, like I think Dishonored bridges the gap the best. Uh where you have semi large areas but they're rendered in such a, a way that they're they may not be, you know, as detailed as Doom is. But they also aren't, again, they're not loading in an entire city uh, or, you know, square X amount of a city just for you to get around in. 
But I think that right. also has so a lot this to is do from with. Doom Eternal. This is the graphics of Doom Eternal, the second. The second. Ooh, look at that fat Buddha belly boy in the back with the gun. Oh, on. yeah. Yeah. You'll hate them if you play the game, but oh, they're awesome. He's a chonky yeah. boy. Yep. Uh, and you got Death Knights over there, too. Which is great. Oh, I like all these different types of demons. demons. Yep. Um, oh, so it's pretty It's, it's pretty imaginative. If yep. folks at home who don't get to see this, uh, Ryan actually left his Pornhub tab open. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, I didn't. I've been waiting for you Justin, guys. Justin, cut that part out. <laughs> Every single time that one of you guys screen shares, I am like, just wait. I look at the tabs. I immediately scan the tabs waiting. <laughs> It'll happen. Well, well since I have my kink is since, since <laughs> Val, since I have one computer that's specifically just for podcast stuff that literally that's all this computer does. I'm not going to have any amphetamines and porn. Well, <laughs> that's a different laptop. I have I have what? He has his porn laptop and he has his podcast laptop. He also they both porn. start with P, so he, he makes sure not to get the wrong. And he also has up. his iPorn pad. iPorn <laughs> pad. Do you yeah, think people sure. that people definitely do that? It's like they have their their drug dealer phone and their regular phone. You have your you have your porn pad and you have your regular iPad. Uh, all right. The funny so thing is, should we wrap it up so we can uh, do recommendations? Um, I do want to bring up something, probably in Doom's favor, Aww. but it could also go against it at the same time. Ooh! So that's a weird one. Yeah. Ooh! <laughs> All right, go ahead, Bailey. Steve. You have me doing that like four different ways. You don't need a fifth one. Dude, that you said something earlier. You said folks at home get fucked, and if that's not fucking obvious. <laughs> By like tomorrow, I'm gonna be so. <laughs> you mean six weeks from now when Justin gets around to this episode? Ah, he's got a kid. You good? <laughs> you good? All right. You so, so other than the collectibles, Dookie. are there any actual secrets in Doom? What do you mean? Um, like maybe the secret of finding a game console and playing another Doom on it. Yes, oh, there right. is. In fact, that happens several times in both Doom and Doom Eternal. And Fallout. Especially in Doom, uh, you go, there's a, uh, there's, I think, four or five of them that there will be a random switch somewhere in the level. You pull that switch and it opens a door and you're suddenly inside of a level. Inside of a level from the original Doom. Ooh. It's fucking awesome. The, the first time I came upon it, I opened it, I opened the switch, and I went inside. And I was like, "Holy shit! Oh, cool! This is so awesome!" Because all the all the enemies from the original game are in it too, so oh, you're like still it. fighting them. Oh, it's so good! It's really fun. I want to go really to there. Secret. Yeah, it's a really fun <laughs> secret thing. All right. Well, okay. Can let's do our closing statements. Uh, John, any closing statements before I let uh, the Doom team close their statements? <laughs> I'm so good, at you guys. I don't know if you can tell how professional I am. <laughs> no, I mean I I am of the the mindset where of the three games, this is the weakest one for your dollar. Um, between 
you know, weapons you get, things that have been added, uh, games in the series itself, um, you know, and you can't pet the dog, which is absolutely depressing. There's there's only one way to advance. You have to fight your way through it. There's no alternatives to that. You know, if, if you want to play a one-trick pony game, I guess this is the game for you. All right. Thank you, John. Uh, Doom Team, closing statements? Wait, wait, Justin wait, wait, go wait. First. Justin first. Uh, yeah. The, the points that I made earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> re, re, rehash them real quick like that one trio we did. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, the Like I said, the storyline is, is kind of weak. Um, it's, you know, it's weaker than both Fallout and Dishonored's uh, storyline. So it's the, the weakest as far as story is concerned. Um, and what was my other point? <laughs> Uh, God damn it. Oh, oh, and one of the, the other points that I didn't bring up um, that I'm not sure if it's a strike against or strike for Doom is it's very combo heavy. Um, it's, you know, the, the gun play is, is kind of straightforward, but it, it puts a lot of um, emphasis on like shooting and then making sure you do like final uh, kills. And it's very combo heavy. It's very making sure that you do things correctly or like you die. So. Aside for Carl Urban and The Rock, there's no good actors attached to this series. You know, you're making me want to go back and watch that movie. There's no fucking Fallout movie. So, <laughs> point doom. Uh, Fallout series has Liam Neeson, Ron Perlman, Wayne Newton. Right. Um, That's voice actors. The, who the fuck hey, cares? they're still actors. Uh, the dude from Friends who played Chandler, whose name I'm blanking on. Um, tons of Objection. Tons of- Wait. You were talking about the mo- you can't go from the movie. We're not talking to- about objection. I said as a series, there's no good actors attached to it. All right, Doom Doom team, wrap up your statements. Your okay. Final- okay. Okay. Travis, um, you final- should go first. Let Travis go first. I really, you got to keep that name for yourself for every video game you play from <laughs> F, like forever. That is now your Steam name. That is now your RuneScape. You what, are the, the snacky, barely legal paralegal. It's going to be even paralegal. funnier when you find a law student who's like, I'm also a law student. You're like, I'm not. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> it has an interesting name, though, though his, um, his uh, his actual name is one that uh, Ryan and I gave him when he first yes. started playing video games. When he and was I've like, never I don't know, ever been able like, to get rid of it. Yeah. I've never been able to come up with anything more perfect than Travisor for some fucking reason. I've never <laughs> been able to lose Travisor. It's, it's that was literally like the first time that we ever had to give Ryan, Travis a name when we were playing video games. We were just like Travisor, and that's literally just been his gaming name ever since. So yeah, Mister Child Safe over here. <laughs> hey, my my original gaming name was Satan's Helper, so you know. Yes, it was. Well, well actually, no. Mine was that, originally Child Safe. Child wait, Safe Steve. came from my old, my old uh, clan. Anyway, Steve, do you, do you remember? Do you remember what my original hey, uh, gamer hey, name was? Wasn't Travis about to make an argument of some sort? He was. Yeah. Hey, Bailey, uh, where were you yeah. on that one? Keep it on uh, tra- lost in time. Keep it on. Keep it on track. I'll wave my gavel at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Gavel, the old. 
No, right. master, don't hit me with a gavel. No, master. Justin, do you have a whip sound? Uh, I don't, but I will grab one for Please this don't. episode. Please don't. I really right. don't want you to. Snacky illegal pirate. You're welcome the pirate is free. You are a pirate. <laughs> That's how I got my games for free. Matthew Perry, by the way. Fuck! Ugh. Don't like that. I, right, I will argue right. that Matthew Perry would be a strike against you. Okay? <laughs> Why? You don't get to argue Matthew Perry as a fucking positive. It's fucking I, Matthew Perry. Okay? He's we'll barely stay. a movie star. He's okay, barely I'm, a good actor. Writing in my notes doesn't have Matthew Perry. Thank you. Also, <laughs> can't pet the dog. No, no, no. Oh, oh. is a benefit to me. <laughs> I fucking hate friends. Okay. Okay, Travis, go so I can go. Uh, okay. Um, my final sayings on Doom is that uh, you can play it for hours. It doesn't... I mean, the story... I don't really know what everyone is saying, that the story is bad. I think the story uh, no, is no, actually no, no, very no, no, no. good. No, we, we didn't say the story was bad. That is not... Don't, it's just don't. not much. There's not much story. I I can... I can disagree and agree with that on both hands because yeah, it doesn't have that much story, but then again, it's not a s- story-centric game. And this so is why you're just a paralegal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the story that it does has... It does have. Uh, I <laughs> I think that it it really like it brings you in, and even though it's a game where you just shoot demons and kill demons, I think the story actually really makes everything come together a lot better. Yeah. So that's my ending statement. Hey, real quick, and this is for your benefit or unbenefit, start to finish. Is the second you get out of the initial cutscene till the second the final cutscene ends? How long is the game? I mean, that's that's kind of apparently. Uh, yeah, I I'm not sure, honestly. I think honestly, if you like nonstop go and fucking play the game, I think it would at least take you maybe like two and a half days, maybe. No, no, no. I, I would twenty-two say- hours. 22 hours? Okay. 22 hours. Of straight gameplay? Yes. Without... Okay, that's that's straight gameplay. That's not full collection. That's not... That's yeah. to beat its story. So 20, okay. 20 to 22 hours long is to beat, it, beat Doom Eternal story. That's the newest one. Yeah. The 2016 version is is not great, but... All right, Doom Lawyer. Okay, so the arguments being made against me uh, are that it's not worth the money because the storyline isn't great uh, and that there it doesn't have replayability. How, Val, do you have a movie that you really love? <laughs> Doom, I do. she already said Did that. you say The Princess Bride? No. No, no it's no. The Wizard. The Wizard of Oz, right? How many times do you watch The Wizard of Oz? Uh, I used to watch it two to three times a day as a child. Was I was the same, also, I was was also the same storyline every time I mean, you watch I, it. I was two, two to three years old. So okay. I, do you have a? Do you have? 
Do you see where I'm going with this, though? Oh, oh, have a oh, movie oh. that you'll watch. Oh, I was saying off camera before we went live that I'm on my fourth wa uh, uh, watch through of Lost. Yeah. So, my God, um, I'm a lost slut. Okay. <laughs> okay. We are never so, going to get old with so, that one. So, <laughs> so, Doom, I would argue that Doom is like that. So, the first time you play through it, for one, the first time you play through Doom, it's going to take you forever. So, that's fine. Um, but I would argue for somebody who is coming into a game uh, that doesn't play a lot of video games, that you're not going to want to play my opponent, John's Fallout, where you're going to come into the game and basically go, after you finish the initial stuff, you're going to go, okay, what am I doing? What's going on? I don't understand anything of what's going on right now. Instead, wouldn't you rather come into a game that basically goes, this is what's going on and keep going. And like, like it's, it's also, there is a learning curve to the game as has been stated before, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the game is hard at the beginning. It'll teach you how to play it. It doesn't just put you on the bike and shove you down the road. It puts you on the bike and holds the seat for a little while until you're playing well enough and then it lets go as you go down the road. Yeah, you'll fall oh, over gosh. a couple of times, but it kind of, it, at the same time, when you're playing a game, it some it feels good to finally conquer things. Uh, whereas in Fallout, pretty much by the time that I got like the barest armaments in Fallout, there wasn't really any sort of uh, at all challenge to it. It kind of was just kind of like just wandering around, not really a challenge to it. Doom is a challenge. It's a game with a challenge to it. Uh, so it, I think that's part of what also makes it fun. All right. The story oh, you're lucky I can't, I can't argue to that. The storyline <laughs> itself of Doom, I would argue, is very interesting. However, I've already said all right. All this is hearsay okay. and inadmissible okay. at this point, Ryan. Okay, I I, I concede my points then. <laughs> all right, I haven't banged my gavel. Does anybody, I, does anybody else got anything else to say? Because I'm gonna bang my gavel. Wait, hang on, Ryan. In that case, make your point real quick. Make your point. Oh no, no, that, I'm I'm done. I'm good. Are you sure? Point is very interesting. All right. Cool. Uh, three, two, one. All three of our games have learning curves, Ryan. Court is adjourned. Court is adjourned. Next week we'll be we'll be what are we discussing next week? Dishonored. All right, dishonored. And Justin, I have a video clip I want to send you. Okay. Yeah, I, you. Have, I have. I have. Also, also, I just downloaded it. <laughs> I, I will well, say that out of my, all, my weak point is that I've I've never played through Dishonored two. I've only watched videos of it because I don't have a computer that can play it very well. So I've never played through Dishonored two, but I played through a shit ton of Dishonored one. I've been hey, at least you're admitting your bias on it. Also, also I can just say that out of all three games, Dishonored one has the uh, least amount of download time because it took like <laughs> maybe like five minutes for me to download the game. It's How much great. is it right now? Dishonored one is a well, already have it. So, oh. uh, we have the barely legal paralegal do uh, do his uh, do the thing. I'm a jig. Do your thing. Save a line, monkey. That's monkey dance. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen.
Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for <laughs> recommendation. Recommendation time. Uh, did you forget the word recommendation? He did. Yeah, he did. did. I'm I'm sure. Sure. I to help him. See, why can't you be as smooth as that guy? Recommendation time. Why can't right. you be cool like that guy? Are you guys? I know, right? No wonder why your mother loves me more than you. Ooh. Are you guys? That's what I get for wine. All right, I'm going first. <laughs> um, I need okay. to grab something so I can't go next. I'm going. I'm going first. Okay, so if you're watching via video, you'll see I'm wearing my amazing uh, Viva Slut shirt. Uh, if you're not, my shirt says Viva Sluts on it, and there's a reason for that. So I, um, I don't know if any of you uh, in the New England area have heard of the Slut Cracker, but it is a, an amazing dance and burlesque and multi-talented take on uh, the Nutcracker. Um, so. I was lucky enough to be able to do the makeup um, for or help out doing the makeup for them last year. They've been running for 12 years now. It's one of Boston's um, coolest, most unique um, ways to celebrate the holidays. It's, I mean, if you like dance, if you like burlesque, if you like um, acrobatics, if you like, uh, you know, Everything, it's got everything, like from pole dancing to ballet to dirty jokes to, uh, a, I think it's 12 feet. There's like a giant, there's a giant candy cane pee pee in it too. Um, about just like drag queens though, Val? It, uh, I don't know if there's any drag in it. Um, it's amazing, it's amazing. But it is a retelling, a modern retelling of the Nutcracker. Um, and unfortunately because of, um, you know the way the world is this year they're not able to um have it in the in theaters usually it's at the somerville theater um and runs all the way from i think thanksgiving till new year's or like ir around that time so what they're doing this year is um they are uh they're marketing the they, they recorded it last year and um you're going to be able to purchase the um, the show in its entirety and watch last year's show um, and it's you know one of the most I'm not just saying this because I uh, was a part of it I mean I have loved the slut cracker for years and years um, a lot of my dear dear friends have been part of it there's uh, for years they're so talented um, and so what you can do if you would like to um, purchase the show um, you can purchase it starting um, on Thanksgiving Day. I'm not sure of how much it is, but you can go to Instagram. Um, the Instagram is slutcracker, S-L-U-T-C-R-A-C-K-E-R. Um, and the link um, to purchase that is in um, the, the bio for Slutcracker. Um, you can also, um, I think you can purchase merch like this amazing Viva Sluts t-shirt that I have. Um, I also have a shirt that says Big Dildo Energy on it, and it's one of my favorite shirts to wear. Um, this this organization is just like the coolest, most interesting uh, thing that I've been a part of. Um, and I hope that you guys will check it out um, uh, and purchase it. And I recommend it to anybody who likes Christmas, but also likes making their uh, relatives uh, jaws drop because it does both. So yeah, that is my recommendation. Go purchase the Slut Cracker and watch it and uh, support local art in Boston. Hey Val, can I use a quick tagline for you? Yeah. 
Make your relatives draws drop when you make these ladies bras drop. <laughs> very good, very good, John. <laughs> Y'all are uh, not a no. I'm saying yes. How okay. cool are these masks though? I fucking love it. Yeah. I you know what? They're very cool. Yeah. Do, do you want to go next, John? I mean, I guess I will. So last week I uh, I recommended my uh, friendly local gaming store. Uh, this week I'm going to recommend something that my friendly local gaming store would sell, uh, which is a game uh, called Star Wars Armada. Uh, Star Wars Armada is a tabletop Star Wars space fleet game uh, where you build a fleet using however many points you and your opponent decide on. Uh, your fleets can range anywhere from, you know, victory class star destroyers to little guys, tie fighters on tiny, tiny bases, uh, on the empire side or on the rebel side, you can have things like the Corellian Corvette that you see in the opening crawl from star Wars and new hope. Uh, or you can get this guy, which is the profundity MC 75 Mon Calamari cruiser, uh, which you can see at the, the battle of Scarif, uh, from Rogue one. And I got to say, the sculpts are beautiful. The uh, overall price for this game is way cheaper than any of the other tabletop games I've ever gotten into. Um, and Adler Hobbies uh, is actually running tonight uh, until I think, until they fill the, the, the raffle, they're doing a $10 raffle ticket, gets you a two-player starter kit, or a chance at a two-player starter kit, which is MSRP, like 100 bucks. So you have a chance to get both the Rebels and the Empire right off the bat uh, just for a $10 entry or as many $10 entries as you want until they fill the raffle at 100 and uh, then you can, you know, either win or support a small mom and pop shop that got hit real hard during COVID. And for me as somebody who most of my Boston stores are only just, have only just reopened recently, but they weren't able to keep their stocks up to date. These guys did their best uh, you know, consistently throughout all this. Uh, and I'm very happy to continuously play and shop there. So the hour drive for me is absolutely worth it because then I get to go see two of my fraternity brothers afterwards for a beer. Huzzah. I'm also going to quickly uh, just recommend uh, Matt Perry uh, because he apparently played Fallout 3 so much, which is how he got the part. He actually gave himself Carpal Tunnel. That's just a cool fact. I'm not recommending him for any other reason. Just that's a cool fact. And now it, all of y'all know that too. It is a cool fact and friends still sucks. <laughs> hey, he's the main villain in the game. So. All right. Who wants to go next? Also, yes. Friends is terrible. That's like, I, I don't, I'll, I don't I'll go next. For it. I'll go next with a proposal for a game for you. That isn't, and it's not that he's a game or anything like that. It's one of my favorite games for people that, either barely play video games or don't really play video games at all. Well, it's more of a series of video games. Um, Spread it out. The Katamari Damacy series. Oh, I fucking love that game! Yes! Ah. So you played them before. Okay. Yes, yes. Those, okay, so those are the only, some of the only games. Like, so, like, back in my early 20s, I smoked a lot more weed. Yep. And... That was one of my favorite things to do is to just get ripped off my ass and just play Katamari for hours. Because yeah. there was no bad guys. The only thing that was up my ass was the timer. But yeah. like- Which oh. is a bad guy if you think about it. 
I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt to scream, but like that is, that's right up my alley. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> so Katamari Damacy is the very super weird Japanese game where the whole point is to roll up the whole entire world. And it it's so joyful. The whole soundtrack it's is joyful. It so much ass. Yes. It's the, available on Steam or on Switch. Yeah. Just yep. Uh, yep. Uh, Katamari, Katamari uh, Damacy Reroll is on Switch. Uh, it's a game of pure joy. Uh, the you're, You play the prince who is this the son of the king of the universe. Uh, and the king of the universe, uh, depending on what game you're playing, has somehow fucked up the universe and now you have to rebuild it again by taking objects from Earth and making them into stars. Uh, it's uh, full of its own little weird, quirky jokes about things. Uh, everything is brightness. Everything is happy. Yeah. Uh, except it's when like, you're a giant ball and rolling them over, and then they'll run away. <laughs> it really is like a shot of serotonin, and like you really yeah. don't have to. So you start. So the the whole the whole point is to just roll things up on the sticky ball and the yep. you start with very small objects and then work your way up to very large objects but like it's just a serotonin like dump yep you hey, just, um, like, I, I just got a message and I, I was told that uh, if you like Katamari you'll love Loco Roco I have yeah. no other what it is but I wanted to get that out there for the people at home and that person knows who she is. Okay. Loco I, I, I haven't played Loco Roco before. I mean, I, I've heard of it, but I don't think I've played Loco Roco. Hey, quick, while Steve's not here, do we think he's going to uh, recommend Borderlands? <laughs> oh, yeah. Loco Roco is another game that is very much so. Oh, shit. I, I was looking at YouTube when I said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, Damn it. <laughs> like, who's going to tell him? <laughs> the problem is that I have Zoom up and I have I have it um, up on the YouTube chat. So I clicked on the YouTube shit, chat to drop. respond to somebody and I just left the video up and I was like, yeah, it's, this is fine. Wait, hold on. Katamari. Uh, yes. So it's on Steam? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, Katamari is on Switch. The Switch. Right yeah. Okay. Uh, it's very limited of where it is. I think also you could buy it if you have a PlayStation. I think every PlayStation has one. Yeah, too. it kicks ass. I, I mean, yeah. if you're if you're a video game dum dum like me, I mean, I can still play it and enjoy it. So you can teach anybody to really enjoy it. Uh, I I will save for next week another game that I think you would fucking love, Val. <laughs> it is such a good game for people who don't play video games. I love it. And my tease for people in the know is Hong Kong. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Hong. It's the Goose Game, right? Yes. 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 I love that game, too. It's frustrating. Mess with the honk, you get the bonk. Uh, This was never an option. uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll is currently on sale for $10 on the Switch. Uh, Get that shit if you have a Switch. Very good. All right. Uh, who's next? Who Let's wants go to the, the, did we get the barely legal paralegal snacking snack? Um, oh, yeah. I'll go next. 
for this week, I'm going to recommend, uh, and it, I'll, I'll recommend a whole series as well, uh, Watch Dogs, because they just came out with their Legion, Watch Dogs Legion, which I think is a incredible leap in video game technology, honestly. So uh, all the Watch Dog games are incredibly good. They have really good storylines to them. You play as a hacker. In the first one, you play as a hacker that your niece died and you're trying to get revenge for your niece and you hack your way through the city and all that kind of stuff and you kill the main bad guy kind of thing. And then the second one is a lot brighter tone to uh, you're a hacktivist group that's just trying to take down a company by doing really cool things to bring down corporate douchebags, basically. It's a very fun game in that respect. And then Legion. Uh, oh, I it's all about 4chan. Legion? No. <laughs> we Legion, are Legion. Legion takes place in London, and you can play as anyone in London that you want. You just have to recruit them. And recruiting them depends on how much they like you and little things you do for them to make them like you more. But a really cool factor in all of this in that game is that if you by accident run over someone that's related to someone you're trying to recruit in the game at any point, they will remember that and that could go into the negative factor of them being recruited by you. So you have to actually be careful of who you mess with because it could affect everything else in the game. Literally everybody is a character in the game. Yes, every single person can be a character. And every single person has their own abilities and anything that they could do. It is one of the coolest leaps in technology that I've ever seen. You can uh, you can literally play as just a grandmother hobbling down the street, and then you could take her over. You you could add her to your characters, hey, can I, right? Can I tell you and a fucked you up play. fact about this series, though. What? What? It, when it first came out, and you could like look up their background, you could actually like target specific people who to rob, like via electronically. It's like yeah, but it used to tell you. It used to tell you some really fucked up information. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It, it always does. It tells you shit like, yeah. this person has cancer. This person has AIDS. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah it tells you the weirdest information. So, yeah. kind of fucked up, dude. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> predatory the game. game practices. <laughs> well, very good. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Snacky. <laughs> You're welcome. Mom <laughs> <laughs> would be disappointed. Mom, just so mom. you know, Trav, that's your nickname moving forward. Snacky boy. We're now I'm, snacky. I'm just saying, it's got to be his new Steam game name. <laughs> All right, so now Wait, whenever no, uh, John says what he's drinking, I'll be what I'm eating. Yes! I, oh, ooh, please. That could take a turn for the worse. Fine. It's oh, fine. Yeah. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Trav, nice. what are you eating? And a girl just pops up next to him. Oh, oh no. That's what I was trying to avoid. Damn you, Justin. If we're, if we're lucky. I'm, I have, I'm, I'm, I. Belle has taken her headphones out. <laughs> Dude, just take us away, please. All right. Um, 
I was not ready for recommendations. Justin, take us away, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I had one. Oh, Wait. okay. I, you said you weren't ready, so I jumped the gun and just assumed you're going to say Borderlands again because you always do. No, that's going to be for the uh, interlude. I'm going to Borderlands you. again. Uh, no Borderlands for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I saw this in the house the other day. And I was wondering what the hell it is. It's a squid and it's a happy little squid or it's a mad little squid. Oh, is your recommendation just going to be some weird plushie you found in the house? Yes. I like it. I like it. <laughs> this lets me know if uh, Caitlin is either mad and upset oh, or God. happy. Oh, Where I can the people find so- it? Oh, I have not a clue. <laughs> In his house. <laughs> yeah. What this if it just used... ripped on the floor? What happens if the cat just rips it on the floor? What then mood I... is that? Steve's just going to come home. Steve's then he will never know scream. again. Yeah, yeah, Steve's just going to walk I... in the door and scream. <laughs> <laughs> it's that day! If you walked oh. in... And... If you walked into the house and had an immediate, like, black and white answer into how your partner was doing that day, wouldn't that be, like, super great to kind of just be like, oh, shit, tread lightly today? Or like, oh, we're having a good day. Oh, shit. Hey, Steve. It's the oh, shit turn around. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, knowing Caitlin, how often is that squid black? Actually, not as much as you would think. (laughs) I, I see it more green than I see it black. Oh, hey, okay. Hey. All right. Dishonored defense. Uh, okay. So my, uh, so I was going through Netflix the other day um, and I noticed a show and the show is called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. And it stars these three uh, Australians. Um, and I'm going to play this clip as I talk because there's no sound to it. Oh, this is what you were showing us before. Yes. So it plays these uh, it's these three guys, and they have, for years and years, they are a stand-up uh, trio. Um, and they have a bunch of u- videos on YouTube that are absolutely hilarious. Um, it's very... Uh, I want to call it stoner comedy, because that's, that's basically what it is. Uh, it's one of those shows that you would basically put on when you're stoned out of your mind, and you would probably find a thousand times funnier than it is, which is hard because it's already as funny you know it's, it's already great um i went into it expecting it to just be so stupid that i was going to turn it off within 10 minutes and i ended up watching the entire run of episodes in like not stopping because it was that fucking funny um it's just ridiculous comedy so if you are more of a fan of I don't know, like normal comedy, then it probably won't be for you. What? I apologize for interrupting you, but I'm looking at this and with no volume on, I am superimposing like speech from like what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say it's kind of similar, but Australian? Uh, no, this is, this is a sketch thing. Oh, they okay. just do they just do like sketches and and weird things. So it's trigger um, happy TV, but from Australia. Yes, yeah, I, I'll I'll say yeah. that. Yes, well, trigger happy TV was more about the reactions of normal people around what he was doing. Uh, this is just them doing weird shit. 
and mm. just finding fucking hilarious shit. Like the the show opens with a song called "Everything's a Drum," and the thing is that they're singing that everything around you is a drum. And then like one of the guys goes, "And this wall is a drum," and he puts his fist through the wall, and his fist comes back and it's bloody. And then one of the guys goes, "And this pot is a drum," and he starts hitting the pot and is not making a noise, and they start freaking out about the fact that it's not making a noise. Oh no, it's going on to a different video. Have you guys ever seen the? Have you ever seen Too Many Cooks? No. Yes. So that reminds that's just like surrealist humor, like it reminds me of like too many cooks or something from Tim and Eric. Oh, it's it's closer to like Tim and Eric, but I don't really love Tim and Eric and I fucking love this series. It's I I adore Eric. Tim and Eric is like right in my wheelhouse. Oh, okay. Sports. So, so one, of my, one of the easiest videos I can probably explain uh, that's not from the show, but it's just basically what their comedy is, is there's a video they have on YouTube that is called um, uh, Bill the Bigoted like Workplace Person or something like that. And this guy, this guy goes in and uh, he goes, oh, I'm looking for Bill. And they go, oh, Bigoted Bill. And this guy comes up and he keeps on saying stuff that's almost racist and then stopping and like turning it around so it's not actually racist like he, he says like oh this woman can't do this and you think it's gonna say because she's a woman he's like because she doesn't have the crop, proper equipment like that kind of shit <laughs> and then at the end at the end they, uh, the person goes I thought you were big in ability he goes no I'm not big in ability that's big in ability and it goes to this person with full Nazi uniform on and he's just like <laughs> fuck you <laughs> so like that kind of comedy it's just like stupid well i know what i'm watching tonight while i paint miniatures <laughs> oh john you're gonna fucking love it john. john you're gonna fucking love this show so much it, it's I mean, so great again i you guys know and folks at home know that i adore letter kenny and the shit that shorzy and all them do so yeah i i cannot wait to see one either how terrible this is or how great this is and I'm going to be happy either way. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, Auntie Donna as a stand-up group, because you can find their videos on their their uh, their page. You can find their videos on YouTube. They have videos going back a really long time. They've done like stand-up routines. They've been in comedy competitions in Australia. Um, and then this is a Netflix show that they were given uh, because of how funny they were. It's, um, it's uh, produced by Ed Helms from... Um, uh, hangover. Yeah, he was in it. Wasn't yeah, he, he was in it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was in it. He was actually in it. There's a skit where they turn around and say Ed Helms, and he says, "Why are you calling me Ed?" He's like, "My name is Egg. My name is Egg Helms." <laughs> <laughs> well, gang, I think guys, it's about uh, that time, huh? You guys want me to? Uh, yes. Yes. Again? Dear God, yes. I'm gonna go play yes. Among Us with Colin Foyle, as you keep putting his name as. Okay. Are you ready? Hit me, baby. Right. One more okay. time. Uh, thank you for. Uh, do we, do, wait, do I just start? What did I do last Hit it. time? Just, just, All right, just roll start. with it. It's fine. Just go. Right off the tongue. <laughs> thank you the for tip listening. of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. <laughs> thank you for listening or, to or watching us. If you want to listen to us again or catch up on any of our other episodes, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, and a handful of other podcast platforms. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform, please let us know so Justin can work on getting getting us there. Thanks, our, tag, our tag you can use to find is on, um, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and more is 3EP Podcast. Our website is 3EPPodcast.com. Please come check 
it out and visit our host page to learn a little bit about us, our social media page to see our most recent posts or our recommendation page to hear a few more of the team's recommendations. We live stream our episode almost every Tuesday around 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube, so follow us there. Please give us a like and most definitely comment so we know what you think about what we're doing or let us know if you have any questions for us. I love the stuff we've been getting in the chat lately. That makes me laugh every time. Mm -hmm. um, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud or any of our other platforms, Bailiff, what do they do? Like, comment, and obey. <laughs> Put the little green guy to the mad guy and be like, girl. I was trying to also, pet the kitty, but the kitty wouldn't appear for my hand. But also like, comment, and subscribe. Please also remember to check out our network at giveusashot.network where you can find our sister podcast as well as our t-shirts and other merch. Booyah. Good job. Yay. Thanks. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everyone uh, say goodnight. We will be back next week uh, where I will be talking about Dishonored and how much I love Dishonored because uh, it is truly my favorite of these three games. I'm not... I didn't I, so, it can I just say... And I will be assisting. I yeah. am so proud of John. He was so put together. I just want to let you know. Yes. He was I a good boy. He was a good boy. Acting Don't like hair you Hey, listen, I got to be up front. I was really upset last week because I had like 16 more points I had to make and all y'all were like, get fucked. And I was like, but there's also a tabletop game. But there's also this. But there's also this. But there's also I this. I am so proud of how unspicy you were. You were the perfect amount of spicy. But not for nothing. Last week I had had two beers at dinner. You saw me make my cocktail. And then I also did a shot of this, which as we all know is a... Uh, it's a mixture of uh, a delicious uh, corn-based whiskey and a uh, we call it Polish holy water because it's 192 proof, so it's 96% alcohol. That would make me vomit. And then it was barrel-aged for six months. So I'm going to go ahead and do this shot real quick, and then I'm going to fall asleep and black out. <laughs> well, mazel tov. Kali okay. Everyone say goodnight to the people. Good night, Good night people. It's so good. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to John's place. Uh, Steve, I'll have gin. Ooh, definitely going to John's place. <laughs> <laughs>